Thank you for joining me for another Ministry of Culture. I know this second episode took its time to come out, but uh, it's been a hell of a challenge to keep up, as I have been traveling quite a lot lately. I've been real busy. However, here we are, with my apologies, to cover what's up at the moment. Before we dive into today's episode, please let me just thank everyone for the amazing support and feedback after just one episode of the ministry. It's been it's been really great. We're getting out there and reaching out to people in a variety of countries, 14 countries to date. And I cannot thank you enough for all this initial support. So, shall we start with our WhatsApp section? Because there is a lot going on at the moment. Um, these have been very juicy weeks. Um, so let's start with some good news. Bon Iver has announced a 23-date tour in the US for 2022. Hooray! The BBC have announced a new documentary to mark the 30th anniversary of the death of Freddie Mercury, called uh, Freddie Mercury, The Final Act. According to the BBC, this documentary hears from those who saw the impact of HIV firsthand, either as medical practitioners, survivors or human rights uh, campaigners, and I was quoting there. So keep an eye out as this is a must-see. New documentaries and new technologies are always a treat. That has to be said about you too, <laughs> who joined TikTok a couple of weeks ago and dropped a lyric video of the ballad Your Song Saved My Life. If you're on TikTok, go check this out. On your announcements, Chuck White has announced not one new album, but two new albums. The first, Fear of the Dawn, is out on April the 8th, and the second, called Entering Heaven Alive, is out on July the 22nd. I call this good planning. It's now been four years since Jack White released a new record, uh, which was Boarding House Reach. And now, leading to those not-so-good news. One that isn't good or bad. It's just what it is, really. So, divorce. I don't mean an actual divorce, but a divorce within a band, of course. Making a band is like marriage, or at least a very deep and very constant partnership, dash relationship, in the case of um, the Bad Wolves. The band actually settled a lawsuit with ex-frontman Tommy Vext um, the day before releasing this new album, which has already scored a top 10 hit with a song called um, Lifeline. This is quite an achievement, as divorces in bands don't usually play out well to the band itself. Um, it's normally only good for the individuals, especially when you're talking about the lead singer, uh, because the band hardly never survives. But hey, looks like the Bad Wolves are the exception to the rule, because all of the bands, or at least 90% of them, don't really survive. Speaking of divorce, in general, and bands that fall apart, 
90s girls and boys who spiced up their lives uh, back then, go on and watch the performance of Coldplay, who performed To Become One with uh, Sporty Spice herself. This was a few weeks ago at the um, We Can Survive concert in Los Angeles. So the Coldplay and... Um, not Coldplay, Chris Martin, said that um, he had been waiting for this moment to arrive for like 24 years, as they always dreamt of playing a song with a Spice Girl. So, well done, lads. You've made it. <laughs> they, even, uh, they even mentioned that this To Become One song is a sexual anthem. So Chris Martin actually said this out loud. <laughs> um, this was right before they started singing. Um, not sure about that, but anyways, that's that's his take on the song. Speaking of Spice Girls, um, they really are out there at the moment, um, as they have just released a new version of the Wannabe music video, which is now a lyric video. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, you have to go and watch it, as it takes place in the actual venue, um, which is a hotel in London, where they filmed the original, back in in the 90s, but now the words take charge of the whole thing. Um, but it's, it's, it's very curious because, I mean, it was filmed as, as if they were there, so you can actually go in and you go into the different rooms and uh, it, it's kind of cool. So this is to celebrate the release of the reissue of their debut album, which is a celebration of the 25th anniversary of the band. This is now a two-CD set, I believe, which has been remastered, um, so it should look and sound brand new. And while we're on pop music, biggest news of the week. This is the biggest news, probably. Um, Britney Spears is now free. Hooray! Looks like someone finally understood how ridiculous this was and uh, ended the 13-year uh, legal conservatorship, I believe that's that was 13 years. And now she's an adult again. This, of course, has been really big news all over the world, as this is something that has never, has never been seen before, at, at least not to this extent, um, and not involving such a big name in pop culture. We're glad this is all over, and that she will be able to take on her own decisions uh, going forwards. That's, I mean... I'm sure she looks forward to it. On another note, Paul McCartney, who is a true activist um, in the fight for climate change, is urging leaders at uh, COP26, um, who settled on an agreement recently, to acknowledge the part that animal agriculture is playing on our um, quickly deteriorating planet. Um, not sure how successful he was, but I reckon this was quite a busy and stressful event altogether, with everyone trying to present their own solutions while blocking those solutions that were not to their taste. Um, so it's the usual negotiating process of um, countries and uh, people that can actually make a change, but uh, but I mean, they settled on something which 
which is already something, I believe. Now, not the best news. Um, so KISS cancelled um, the upcoming residency in Las Vegas. Um, these were meant to be 12 shows, I believe. Um, and this was said to be KISS's final residency in Vegas. Some of the band's members have tested positive for COVID-19 in recent weeks, which could be um, the reason for the cancellation of the gigs. Not sure it was, but but indeed, lots of people in the music scene have tested positive for COVID-19 lately, um, over, the, over the past few weeks, which basically reflects how the pandemic is hitting back as we approach winter. Um, I've heard about Brian Adams, Bon Jovi, Ed Sheeran, so lots of people testing positive over the course of the last few weeks. Um, so people out there, just be safe, okay? Now, heading to what's new. This is exciting, um, starting off this, this section, um, and, and I truly wasn't expecting this. Um, so we have new music from one of the artists that I truly adore, and she is Tori Amos. She has just released a new album called Ocean to Ocean which is self-produced and basically served as a means of channeling feelings, anxiety, her turmoil, everything she felt over the course of the last year or so with the pandemic and the lockdowns. The first single of Ocean to Ocean is called Speaking with Trees. Please go on and have a listen. It's very Toriemos-like, um, but it sounds fresh, um, sounds today, if you know what I mean. And it's so good to listen to Toriemos today, with all that's unique um, in her delivery, and, I mean, in her songs. Also, when thinking about new stuff, I think of this new single that was just released, um, and this is Every Levine. When I saw the pictures that were coming along this announcement, I was like, this is not her. Uh, I mean, this is, it doesn't match the actual announcement with the picture, but, but I think that at least she might have or intended to have a new image or something like that, I don't know. It's her, so she looks different for some reason, but um, it's like this is a new era for her, because um, I believe she's now under a new label as well, so go check this out, um, the single is called Bite Me, and as I mentioned in the previous episode, um, and this could be also <laughs> one of the biggest news um, this week, Adele is back, and boy, what a return. So, she's basically doing it all. Instagram lives, TV shows, social media stuff. Um, lots of mystery, of course, uh, in between all these things. I think the release date of her new album, 30, is November 19th. Because if the math is right, she mentioned 
um, on on this thing that she did uh, called Adele One Night Only, and I'll get there in a minute. Um, that she the the release would be five days after this show. So if if this show wasn't on the fourteenth, I believe that the release would be on the nineteenth. And and this thing she did was pretty amazing. I mean, um, this was a televised special she did um, on the 14th this month uh, called Adele One Night Only. You can go and check this out. She did a few songs, um, not many, like four or five songs, I'm not sure. But um, but it, it's really, really well thought out. I mean, she picked an amazing venue. It's not a venue, it's like... It, it, it's like something, it's like the Observatory um, in Los Angeles, I believe, um, at sunset. And um, she obviously has an amazing band, amazing backing vocals, amazing kits altogether. So, I mean, it could only, it could only be a great, I mean, a great performance. But she's really, really in shape. I mean, her vocals are just spot on um and when i say that she, she she did it all she she really is doing it all i mean all these tv specials and uh, this oprah interview that will be out because i i, I think that only a portion of, of it is out at the moment um but i mean her singing is just incredible at the moment it is you you just need to go and check it because there aren't that many singers out there with that level of control um across the whole range um and the whole depth um of their voice um and she does that pretty effortlessly it's like she doesn't want to be perfect but the technique is so natural in her that um, it sounds indeed very natural um, because she can still put a lot of emotion in and again it doesn't sound perfect the actual sound output at times but um, but I think that's the right thing to do I mean you you need to sound like you're there in the moment um, feeling whatever it is that that you're feeling that and that you want to to deliver to your audience and I think she does that brilliantly and then the whole thing the set the piano the exquisite band all perfect and the whole thing singing at sunset it's like she's like the most mature experienced and knowledgeable artist on the face of the earth uh, at just 30 <laughs> and she keeps reminding us that she's 30 of course um but I mean, it's really well thought out. That's why I think she has to have... I mean, she has um, the ideas behind all of this, but she also has a whole a whole marketing thing going on, which is absolutely amazing. I give her that. That's got to be something. But, but yes, let's see how this new album unfolds. The songs that, um, that are out there at the moment... <laughs> They sound a lot like her, and um, one of the things that surprised me, and you, and you can go and check this out, there was this CBS special, so ahead of the actual performance, 
<laughs> and uh, the song was uh, was playing in the background. So and and it was this new song. I mean, the first single, "Easy on Me," and the song started started off in the background. And um, the the presenter of the show said, "Ah, oh, this song never gets old." <laughs> so basically, she thought that was that was an old Adele song because they all sound pretty much the same, and it's. It's just crazy because the song just dropped. Uh, I mean, it's brand new. And she, she went, um, ah, this never gets old. So it was a bit awkward. But this is just to say that um, even though, I mean, she's got, of course, a new album and new songs, the whole, um, the songs are not the same, but the, the, the arrangements, the uh, the actual, the harmonies, uh, whatever. I mean, what she does is um, pretty much... It's pretty similar, you know, so it will certainly sound like like Adele. Now, there are quite a lot of juicy news on streaming too, so if we leave music um, for for a few minutes, um, we have big news in Portugal um, with the new Netflix contender called Gloria, which means glory. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but this drama series is set um, in Portugal in the um, 1960s and it's meant to be full of twists and um, mystery. Um, It has a handful of spies and um, from what I've seen pretty outstanding performances. So I'd really recommend this one um, after just a glimpse. So Go, go and watch this one. Also on Netflix, and for those that are more into supernatural drama, horror stuff, um, there's this new one, which is called Lock and Key, and is also a must-watch. It's based on the comic book of the same name, and um, it's got lots, lots to keep you glued to the plot. So visual effects i mean really impressive ones and obviously this adds to the intensity of the mystery and the whole thing so give it a shot now now we've reached the last section what's always new so starting this off and because we touched on queen today that's where we're going i cannot stress enough the extent of awesomeness that queen signified to me so I could go on forever about the band, each one of them, their records, their songs, their epic gigs, all in all. But we can this week focus on one of the albums, quite possibly the best Queen record. But, I mean, certainly one of the best, which is A Night at the Opera, of course. This is probably my favourite, um, I mean, the album where... Bohemian Rhapsody fell into could only become one of the best albums straight away. Some people even argue this is quite possibly the best record ever of any band. I'll leave that up to you to decide. Uh, But this was the band's um, fourth studio album and uh, at the time they were already massive but it got immensely bigger. (laughs) And when I say bigger, I mean bigger. After Women Rhapsody. I would say there is Queen before 
Bohemian Rhapsody and Queen After Bohemian Rhapsody. There also, of course, um, there's a handful of uh, other epic tunes. Uh, I'm in love with my car. Um, Death on two legs. Uh, You're my best friend. Um, have you ever really not listened to this album, start to finish, um, side A and side B? Uh, because if you haven't, it's about time. Now, let's maintain the tone. Um, moving away from Queen, but into another unique record that kind of made um, this musician the musician she is. Um, it's called Little Earthquakes, uh, the album. And um, it's the album that really made Torriemos Torriemos. So... Let's dive into Tori Amos, um, given that we we spoke about her early on. Um, so this was her debut album, released in 1992, which seems like um, a century ago now. <laughs> um, songs like Winter, Me and a Gun, are proper masterpieces, um, and they absolutely glow even though differently um, both uh, on record and live back in the day I used to watch um, the um, live from New York concert I think that's what's called which took place at, at some point in in the 90s and um, I still get the chills it's 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 a brilliant performance if you haven't watched go on it's it's one of those moments a one-of-a-kind performance i also invite you to listen to these little earthquakes and then explore this latest release ocean to ocean um they are nearly 30 years apart it's crazy um but let me know what you think of this new record of tori amos and my last recommendation for today, it's a bit off, given the tone that we set today, but taking into account the revivals of this week, this sounds appropriate, and um, it kind of mingles in between Queen's Rock and Tory's Deepness, if I may. Um, have you heard of Pink Martini? Because if you haven't, go on and search on your music streaming service or whatever you like. Their first album, Sympathique, is so good, so good, that after all these years it sounds fresh, never boring. It sounds like um, a discovery every time we listen to it. Um, no High Problema, I think that's what it's called, um, is like the anthem of this record, um, as it encapsulates the whole vibe the, uh, the whole artistry and um, the whole coolness um, of this record. These Pink Martini guys, they, they are American, even though they sound completely different for some reason. Um, they sound French or whatever, um, but they're not. Um, and they mix jazz with lounge, uh, Latin sounds with classical stuff. It's, 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 really, it's really cool stuff. Um, the way that they put everything together. So, here you have it, our second episode. <laughs> I hope you, you enjoyed this one as much as I did. 
let me have your feedback and don't forget feel free to suggest new music streaming films whatever you believe it's really worth it um, to feature in our channel thank you all very much for listening and stay tuned yeah.